So, yeah. um, you would like yeah. to talk about a pretty heavy subject this week. So, yeah, this is a heavy subject, man. And I, uh, I appreciate how, um, how careful you're being about it as well, because I think, you know, talking about rape is, is sometimes unfortunately polarizing, like everything else can be polarizing. Right. And absolutely it things uh, being a survivor of abuse i don't know exactly how to take on this subject because there's there's just such an imbalance right mm -hmm. so we see we see and i'm not going to get into the details of what's in the media about these generals or whoever they are in the canadian military yeah who are now under the microscope again right mm -hmm. and so so we know this we're just i'm just going off of the assumption that people are up to speed on this that this is not the first time the military has been accused of um having a rape culture right like there's yep. there's no other way to to look at it i um i don't like saying the word any more than people want to hear it right like yeah um well, and they but, did, like, in the, wasn't it in the mid to late 90s, at least the Canadian military went through a huge, massive, uh, like, revamping of policies yeah. and, and a full-on cultural change is what they were quoting it. Yeah, um, I, I believe so. I, I believe regarding that. this specific topic, right? So, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what I mean. And it's not just, like, it's not just localized to Canada. Obviously, the States has had, um, there's been lots of stuff in the, in the history of the United States military as well, yeah. right? Of this culture being, and some law enforcement cultures, right? Like yeah. it, um, it's, and, and not, I'm not suggesting that, that, you know, um, police departments all, all have like this hidden rape culture. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, what I'm, what I'm saying is as a paramilitary organization, I, I think actually what I'm doing is asking a question. I don't think I'm saying yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I'm not sure, right? Like, mm -hmm. is that a part of law enforcement? Like it seems to be a part of the military. And yeah. on that note, like, is it, is it that common in the military? And it, it, would there be people that could actually like corroborate some of this stuff? Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously nobody wants to implicate themselves, right? Sure. And, yeah. and I mean, it would be a whole lot easier if they would <laughs> like um, it would and it would make the process less shameful for the victim. Right. Yeah. And so, oh, that's that's pretty that's how I want to kind of look at this. Right. I want to look at this from um, a little bit about the victim perspective. Right. Yeah. And even saying the word victim, I'm going to say survivor. OK, yeah. I'll say survivor instead of victim because survivors are pretty tough right oh, yeah. like, and um they're tough of character tough of spirit obviously right Absolutely, like tough yeah. tough physically too uh, in some cases but like just tough tough humans oh yeah um and and so that i i just want to kind of look at it i guess from that perspective which is also my perspective right like from that um the resilience i guess that you can learn if you can survive you know mm -hmm. long enough um but, but I just, I wonder, I wonder what these cultures really are like, right? Because I've never really been a part of it, you know, like even, yeah, even I now, either. I mean, I know people who are, you know, obviously police officers and, and I know that they're not doing that stuff. Like, I know that, 
right? I know these people, yep. these individuals aren't doing that. Um, I just wonder if maybe the policies of these organizations, the military, the paramilitary organizations, I wonder if the policies inherently just simply silence the victims. Like, are they designed yeah. to do that, do you think? Well, I think it's, I, I really think it's tough because you have environments where so much power rests in people like your career, your whole future, your mm-hmm. um, your entire lifestyle rests in the hands of your superior. Yeah. And I think, I think that's a deadly game to play when you don't have checks and balances. Mm-hmm. And I, what I, what I, you know, as a civilian um, looking at these organizations, like you have never been part of them. I don't know anything about them as far as being on the inside. Well, yeah, but it I mean, just seems the like it, they're built to protect themselves and they're built on mm-hmm. this power structure. And it, to me, it seems like they almost attract people that would absorb that power feeling that like I have power over others Be- kind of because person. it does it does tend to attract a certain personality type right like per- yeah. certain character types I yeah. shouldn't say character but characteristics more like yeah that. um and <laughs> and that's a I mean that's necessary thing they um, absolutely in order to perform the duties right like that the military and law enforcement have to perform um yeah they're definitely going to have to be able to think differently than me. Right. Oh, completely. Yeah. And and, And that structure is there for a purpose that is like actually useful. hundred percent. I mean, you need a certain structure for those kinds of. Yeah. And that's exactly what we're saying. Right. So, and so, but is maybe the result of that structure, a culture that ignores like misogyny, right? Like let's call it misogyny because I, I, I cannot, I cannot believe that um, that is that prevalent in law enforcement. I just can't. I have a hard time with it. I, I'm sure that it happens. Like I, I'm sure that it happens, but I have a real hard time with that being a norm, right? Mm-hmm. Because I just don't see it. Um, I, I see way too many police officers standing up um, for what's right, like with other police officers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see more of that. Right. And, and obviously much more of that than, than even like stories of um, like inter organizational assaults or what, what yeah. not. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and re- assaults and rapes. Um, however different that may be. I don't know the different in definition, but um, yeah, I just, I wonder if that, like if that protection is inherent because it protects against everything right? Like that protection is there yeah. because, because these folks put themselves in harm's way regularly. Right. And, yeah. and there, we need to protect them. Right. But not from those kinds of things. Right. And yeah, so exactly. I just, right. I wonder if the structure is just not narrow enough in some cases, right. When, when militaries yeah. have these, um, I don't even know what to call that man, because it's been like a part of military culture seemingly forever. Right. Well, I think I think that's where we have to step back and take a broader view of what's look at every structure like government related, um, whether it's military, police, fire departments, uh, the actual government structure itself, uh, government departments that just provide services. And all of those structures are built on a power base. Yeah. There's always somebody with more power, more power. And those people operate with impunity, it almost seems. Um, as an example, 
uh, if you're an, ML, um, an M member of parliament, the criminal code of Canada doesn't apply in the, the like the House of Parliament. What? The criminal code of Canada does not apply to how in the House of Parliament. How, it is a that completely work? different police force. Really? So things like sexual assault, <laughs> and sexual harassment, even though they're in the criminal code, is that if that's the way? Yeah. Um, but even because even those things are in the criminal code, they can do them and get away with it because it doesn't apply to them. Yeah. And I think that's where shut as, the front door, man. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What? So, what's the difference in the police force? Like, is it like a well, like it's a Vatican a, it's a police kind of police, thing? Yeah, like it's a Parliament police force. Okay, there's so RCMP there as well. Yeah, but they can't. Yeah. Like, they can't enforce the laws. Well, we know how well the RCMP is at like. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think like, that's how would we... the RCMP even know if anyone else was corrupt? Like. <laughs> like you know yeah, i mean like, they're so busy doing it themselves right like they're they're basically that uncle nobody wants to like drive with because they know yeah. he's drunk right like yeah absolutely <laughs> sorry man but i i guess uh, i guess my whole point with that was just that i think from what i see is there's seemingly a lack of uh trans, um, accountability and transparency mm -hmm. yeah because we don't get to see what happens yeah we don't get to hear like they don't have to report you know, sexual assault cases to yeah. a public authority. And so, so when they don't do that, then how, like, how do we not see it as secretive? Yeah. You know? And and that's the thing. And why this is the thing about organizational, like silos and stuff, right? Like yeah, everything stays in house. Like we don't, mm -hmm. and if it stays in house then that means it's fine. Right. Yeah. But like, they don't, I don't know. It seems like we don't realize how insidious this stuff is right like when we when we lock it down with secrets yeah. whether you're an organization or an individual right like it becomes insidious it gets in the water right like yeah, and absolutely. and then you have people doing things that are just absurd right like yeah. and and those people would not have even done those things in under different yeah. circumstances right like for sure um and and so it's it's tricky man it it's is. tricky, but I want to tell you a story because I know I it's it's going to be a um, I'll tell it to you after we're done because sure. it'll it'll be something that you'll you'll be happy to hear the story. I nice. was so happy to hear it. Nice. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what were we talking about, man? Um. Where, well, where I just I, yeah, I think just the institutionalization of this, and I think yeah, realistically, I think that's what this really boils down to is we've built these these structures based on. 14th century power ship dynamics based on royal minds and how they wanted to structure their power structure mm -hmm. and it's 2021 yeah you know what i mean like i we we don't have and i and i don't mean to like just dog on all agencies but i think in general uh -huh. we just have a lack of accountability and transparency mm. um it doesn't give people a lot of, of hope when you hear yeah. stories like um of people doing these things and it either gets swept under the rug or we don't yeah. know what kind of discipline was happened as happened yeah or names and, can't be published or and, you know like that, that might be fair right like yeah. i don't i don't know how i feel about um public registries and stuff like that like yeah. i have to be honest with you oh i um, don't I, yeah i'm not sure how i feel about that either. like part of me part of me is like yeah it's it's a necessity because it'll it allows neighborhoods and people to be aware right yeah but 
there's also the other side of that where humans, we don't tend to be reasonable, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and so that's why it worries me only for that reason, because we don't tend to be reasonable. Um, not, especially not in groups. And especially about that subject, right? Like when it comes to children, yeah. most of us are very unreasonable, right? Yeah. Which is exactly why we shouldn't be doing anything except for trying to find the most humane way of solving that problem right yeah, like whatever that looks like i i yeah. wish i was that smart right yeah, yeah. um because that's a big one um but yeah it's it's like and i don't want to get fixated on like uh law enforcement right or, no, or the military yeah. because i i bet you the only reason we hear about those organizations about anything bad that they do is because they're public right absolutely like their government yeah. and so yeah where, where do we don't even get to discuss like what happens behind Enron's doors, right? Or exactly. what happens behind Deloitte and Touche's doors. Yeah, yeah. Right? Wait, we're not talking about that shit, dude. And well, yeah, like I have one in four North American women will be sexually harassed yeah. or assaulted during their lifetime. And it's one in I four. It's, I think it's one in two indigenous women. Yeah. Oh, that's man. a lot. That's a lot more than military, police, and government. Yeah. Of course you know it what is, I mean? man. Yeah. Like, that's the problem we have in society yeah we've you know there's the famous like the the what is that the rape case in the states where are those that whole like football team was basically <laughs> nice um was basically just doing a plug real quick man don't worry. yeah for my old podcast yeah, no, um but they they were basically given handed the you know slap on the wrist sentences yeah for raping someone because they, they all had promising futures as young athletes. Oh, God, you know what I mean? So, it's yeah, those man. things. And, and like we've, like, I, I, I don't like to say this has rape culture, that does. I think our culture yeah. does. Like, I, yeah. Yeah. When, I it, think when the overall, stats are like that, you can't deny yeah, it. And, and, I don't, and I don't even know if it's an overall rape culture, like quote unquote, if, but, but an overall misogynistic culture right absolutely like and and i think in that misogyny is where a lot of the violence comes from right well, like, and, and keeping in mind it's about power you well know? yeah and it taps into the monkey brain for a lot yeah. of people right like absolutely it 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 just taps into it and they can't shut it off for whatever reason right and i mean you know you can like look at our culture like look at all these celebrities mm -hmm. like rob lowe who had sex with a 16 year old when he wasn't 16 mm-hmm but we've just all like, ha, that's a joke now. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll give them a hard time on, you know, Comedy Central's roast. But You know why, man? Because it's boys. Like Corey yeah. Feldman, Corey yeah. Haim. A lot of those boys, man, they were ignored. They um, Totally. Nobody paid attention, man, until the women started that, like that Me Too brought yeah. a lot of stuff to light that Absolutely. wasn't coming forward, man. Like, right? look at like, all this Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby. Like, right? louis ck like you you go on and on like this stuff yeah it is not new it is and not relegated to one place or the other in society no, man this that's is for sure and i think yeah i think you're right and and that problem i think is that like over inflated male ego versus like massage and mm -hmm. added in with misogyny right like absolutely the, yeah the general view that men are more like powerful than women right yeah. and more important in some cultures and absolutely uh, i would i would wager i would suggest that um the overall feeling of most cultures that i've encountered is misogynistic to the most for most part yeah like, yeah, yeah 
and well, and I, well, I mean, like, most of the world was colonized by Britain at one point, so yeah, that's right. So we kind of took not, on I, their traits. Yeah, I'm not saying every <laughs> every misogynist is a violent misogynist, right? I'm just right. saying, yeah, yeah, that's what I think is maybe the stem of the violence when it does Absolutely. happen, right? Yeah, um, because there's a sense of entitlement, you know, yeah. that seems to come along with that, um, as well as in the punishments, right, mm-hmm. or the lack of punishments. There is a uh, there's a deep sense of entitlement, man, when you can actually say with a straight face, we don't want to hurt their careers. Yeah, right? absolutely. Um, yeah. So we're not going to put them in prison. Yeah, because or we'll give them uh, a really light sentence at a reduced yeah. sentence. So he doesn't go on the registry or, you know, yeah. like, yeah, no, somehow, I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, and and I get it, man. Like, I, I don't know the ins and outs of. Uh, of all the legal bullshit that allows people to do that. Yeah. Um, and that would justify them doing that. I, I have no idea how they come up with that. Uh, only that the outcome seems absurd, right? Like that's all I know. Um, yeah. and, and so that doesn't reinforce change, right? Yeah. Like there's, there's nothing to sort of motivate or motivate change, I guess. Um, and I know that like, since we're on the subject of misogyny, like I have to like, obviously, um, I'm accountable too, right? Like I've been mm-hmm. misogynistic in my life, like a hundred percent. Like sure, I have. Yeah. Um, per, not violently misogynistic, but I've been misogynistic for sure. Oh, sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. Where, yeah. where I just I thought I was the shit because I was the guy, right? Like, and yeah. I mean, obviously, that's absurd. You know, but that um, that says a lot right there because you both, you and I both feel that we've done that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure every guy out there, for the most part, can say, yeah, at some point in time, I've said a joke or I've yeah. made a comment or, yeah. you know, it was kind of a, a dick move to say or do. Yeah. Um, and yeah. being on the innocent side of things, where if that's all it is, a word or mm-hmm. a joke or something, not that those are innocent, but like, we can honestly say most of us have done that. 100%. That says man, to I, me, I we're learning it somewhere. Of course, man. You know, yeah, and when it's you accepted look, somewhere too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And when you look at like everything we're raised as, it's it's separation. It's separation by race, separation by culture, separation by imaginary lines on a map, uh, yeah. separation by mm-hmm. gender, separation by sexual orientation. And it's it's the separation friends. Yeah, like I just have to hate that group because uh, right. I'm in this group and uh, we don't like that group. I know, man. I don't get it. I don't get it either, but I, I, I see how in society our politicians and, mm-hmm. and teachers and these structures that we, we put our children through, that's where they're learning. That. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? 100%. Um, girls go to school and they get their bras strapped and teachers go, ah, those are just being boys, boys being yep. boys. That's sexual harassment. It is, man. And the, and the you fact know? that it was like, so it was so encouraged, right? Like, you know, yeah. like, oh, well, he, he dipped her hair in ink because he likes her. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like he, he, he hits you because he likes you. Yeah. He, he pulled her hair because he likes her. It's yeah. like, that only reinforces the same notion, right? Like that when you get older, if she, if you like somebody, you just go ahead and you like, you grab them. Right. Like yeah. you just take what you want. That's right? right. Yeah. Because you're allowed to, because you're a dude. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, and don't get me wrong, man. Like I, I'm, I'm a dude like, and I am, sometimes I, my viewpoints are just like archaic, like a lot of people's. However, I, I'm not satisfied with that. Right. Like I'm not satisfied yeah. with my, with my life being that right. Like, and yeah, well, and I, and I think, 
I think the flip side to this is you can, you can, yeah, there's, there is, I mean, we need to fix a serious problem in our society when one in four women are getting yeah. sexually assaulted. Yeah. That's a problem. And I, I, I think oh, about man, all the that things is so that, awful. I think about all the things that were said over the, since 2001 about, uh, you know, people from you know, Middle East countries, um, people who wear certain clothing from those countries mm. um, and all the evil things like, Oh, well, if Muslims don't agree with terrorism, they better stand up. And I yeah. kind of feel like we're at that point where men need to stand up to say, no, men shouldn't rape people. Yeah. men shouldn't just grab people or sexually yeah. assault them or, or, you know, compliment their clothing and physique while they're at work. Like mm. these are just things we shouldn't do anymore. Well, yeah. And I mean, we're, we notice it more and more, right? Like yeah. we notice that. I don't know if you, if I, you have, I do. Yeah. 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 Like um, noticed when, how women are questioned versus how men are questioned about stuff. Right. Like, yeah. or, or addressed about some things. And of course not everybody, man. Like I, no, no, I'm, but I'm so grateful um, that we live in a time where schools are inviting people in to speak about things that they never would have had spoken totally. about in our time right like absolutely um i think i i talk about this every time i do it but i i just get so encouraged when i speak to to high school kids right like mm -hmm. they're we can we can tell them the truth right yeah. like we can tell them the truth and they can handle it you know um yeah. they can handle knowing that these things are possible but it's also mm -hmm. possible not to do them right yeah. like there's also ways to live that don't involve self-destruction, you know? Um, yeah. And, and they don't involve violence towards others. Like, I, yeah, I think that's really the thing here is we, we got to yeah. stop raising people to think violence is a solution. Yeah. And, and I'm not talking about, you know, if, if somebody's beating the crap out of you, you fight back. Sure. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about just being passive and letting the world use you as a doormat, but I am saying like, you, we don't need to go out and purposely commit acts of violence yeah. against others without provocation without yeah. reason just because we want to feel more powerful just because we think, want something yeah yeah and i think we got to change how we're educating people mm. if we have all these problems in society i think we got to look at society i mean yeah. you have people the school shooters i mean that's a lot of violence and a that's lot, a man. power thing man that's mm -hmm. bullies and people shitting on these people for their whole school life and they can't take it anymore mm -hmm. um we have you know sexual assaults that are just atrocious in this country yeah and what i don't see is drastic legislation or drastic changes to organizations or or anything to make this go away or get better mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah. uh we 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 seem to tend to consider it something like well there's some laws so we'll just deal with that <laughs> yeah but the truth is it's not easy to report them. uh it's horrible to go through the courtroom process yeah um Oh, was, and it's not, not just horrible, but the outcomes are very slim. Dismal. Yeah, just dismal. Yeah. Sorry, man. I didn't mean to interrupt you. You know, it's funny. I just, I, I don't know why I forgot about this, but I realized that last uh, fall during 2020, during COVID, when they first did brought courts back, I was, yeah. I actually made it onto a jury. Oh yeah, that's right. Man. Assault case. Yeah. And I was pretty shocked um, at how the other jurors really spoke. Um, really? In this case, we had an audio recording of the incident, which was yeah. super fun to listen to. Oh, um, God, man. But, God bless uh, you for doing that, brother. But I'll tell you, like, it was surprising how many 
jury members were female that were like, no, nope, I don't believe it. Um, really? The two, the two or three real holdouts. Uh, two Out of the three real holdouts, two of them were women. Older oh, women. Both yeah. older women. And I'm not general. I'm not no, general. for sure. Just they just happened to be women. that. Yeah. And they absolutely refused to go with it. Really? Now, we were lucky because, uh, you know, they actually, long story, but they didn't actually get to cast a, like a vote, so to speak. Um, but it, just the fact that, like, watching that process and watching yeah. how, I get it that, you know, you're innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, of course. But watching the victim having to go through the questions. Yeah. And, you know, basically being questioned on the stand in front of the whole room of people. Yeah. Uh, no, you wanted it. Didn't you? Nah, you really wanted yeah. it, didn't you? Yeah. Come on. When you were saying no 21 times, you really meant... Yeah. Well, didn't you lead him on when you, you, uh, you know, patted him on the shoulder at the club earlier in the night? Yeah. You know, like, men that's awful, have to man. Go through that. Like, yeah, that's awful. Like, you, you know you what, though, dude? You shit out of me. You, yeah. I don't have to go through that question. Yeah, but here's the thing. If, if I sexually assault you, you absolutely will. Then my that's lawyer true. will absolutely put you right there, right? That's true. You know, how, how could you let it? You're bigger than him, Right. Right. How could you let him do that? Yeah. You're stronger than him. Like they would say all this stuff. Right. And yeah. I just, we just flip it and say, take her out of it because the yeah. victim of a sexual assault or a rape is not worthy, man. Right. Yeah. Like that's what they're, that's what they're teaching kids. Right. Yep. They're teaching kids that you, first of all, you can get away with it. Right. Yeah. Like, um, and don't get me wrong. That's not going to make kids rape. Okay. It's going to allow kids who are already going to rape to rape, <laughs> right? Exactly, Without consequence. Yeah. That's yeah. All. I'm not yeah. suggesting it's going to create a bunch of new, um, you know, new offenders. I'm mm -hmm. simply saying that it, it just, it'll make it a little bit easier for them to offend, right? Without consequence. Yeah. I, I agree. And I think it's, you know, it's one of those things where we have pro athletes get away with it. And when, even when it becomes public, they still basically get away with it. We have actors and actors, you know, the, yep. the whole movie industry, Weinstein. There's there's another Harvey Weinstein, guaranteed. Oh, come on, right man. Now. Epstein? Yeah, or, yeah. And Weinstein, Epstein, like all yeah, these Yeah, all of them. They're, they've been replaced already. There's people oh, yeah. doing those things still in Hollywood. Yeah. And it's like, but when you see society just accept it all. Yeah. You're like, well, then I guess it's really not that bad. Like, I, yeah, man. I was it's told crazy. it was bad, but I'm yeah. seeing all these people get away with rape like public know. we know it yeah and all they got to do is go wow i think it was consensual luckily luckily most of us think it was wrong think it's wrong yes it's just everyone's definition of what constitutes it is so different right yeah, like yeah. especially when they when they enter into it what the victim was wearing right like what a yeah. stupid thing to say right well, oh my god the mini skirt caused me to Give me a fucking break, dude. But do you remember <laughs> like, that judge in Alberta like yeah, man. four years ago? He's like, wow, you, you couldn't run with your skirt up or something. And and it was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, you're like, a, what a D-bag, And he dude. was trained to be a judge in sexual assault cases. Yeah, man. What and judges are, are pretty smart people, supposedly. Yeah. Right? So, like, it just, and that's what I mean. Like, like if I, I think about my daughter. And I think, yeah. what is society saying to her? It's yeah. telling her that if she ever reports it, she's going to have to face a judge that might go, well, 
you should have just run faster with your skirt up. Or she's going to have to go through 75 interviews with police Mm -hmm. in an uncomfortable room talking about every detail that she could possibly fathom Mm -hmm. over and over again. And And you can guarantee, like, you can guarantee that in court she will be like harassed by the defense, right? Like, completely, yeah. And and shamed by the defense, right? Harassed, attacked, and shamed. Like, it, it is just, it's not okay, man. No, and (laughs) there's so many, you know, people like survivors of this, yeah, that get no justice, yeah, they get no peace. Their, their attacker just gets to walk around again. I, I, I hear that. Right. And it's true, man. It, it's, it seems so oh, sorry. My back on this chair is just killing me. No um, but it's been one of those days, man, where I'm, I'm pretty sore at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say, what I started saying. Uh, well, I just, I was talking about, uh, shoot. Um, just how like, Oh, go ahead. No, no I went. Yeah, no, I did too. <laughs> Um, but I just, I think, I guess I think I just, for me, it's important. Like when I, when I think about how the message of the sense to the youth, um, I, I, I I have hope that they will change things, that they will be smarter than us. But at the same time, it's really hard when a lot of young girls, um, and a a lot of young people in general, they're not going to have the confidence to go through that process. They're not going to have the confidence to face their teacher who is their attacker or their gym yeah. coach or their coach or their and see and you know no. what that's why they need dads like you they need uncles they need moms who are going to yeah. do it right who are going to yeah. go and say no fucking way right exactly. like and that's what that's what they need man they need like um i heard it just uh, i'm so grateful um to have heard a story of someone standing up to a group of like bullies you know um Mm -hmm. and it was it's it gives me hope right because that's what we have to do man we have to at some point we have to stand up and say no Mm -hmm. more of this crap right like absolutely and and i'm not trying to make it sound like it's easy because it's not right like standing standing up and standing out is hard right like it's hard you don't make friends right like you'll 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 have good friends that's what you'll have you won't have a lot of them <laughs> nope. um, because it's just not popular, right? To tell the truth. It's yeah. not popular to, um, yeah, it's not popular to stand up for what's right in a room full of people who are doing what's wrong, right? Absolutely. Like that has never been popular and it never will be, right? Mm-hmm. It alienates you almost instantly, yeah. you know, um, but it's worth it, right? Because yeah. how else are things going to change? Well, that's just it. And I think for the rest of us, for, for those who are trying to fight that fight right now, I think it's imperative that we be the support network that we can be the, the, the strength when we're needed, like your job then becomes just to support their, their, their battle through this. That's right. Um, And I think, you know, like I remember, I remember there's a motorcycle group, um, like it's like uh, bikers against child abuse Mm. and they show up, when the child goes to court or whatever, yeah, it's just moral support. They don't. They have it's so people. cool, man. And yeah. it is. It just gives the child a little bit more confidence, right? Yeah, and a little bit more security. And I think, you know, in a lot of time cases, I think maybe there should be groups for that for for people going to court for these kinds of things. Like there and and there are there are workers who will do. Yeah, it. there's yeah. humans who will do that stuff. And um and I, I appreciate those humans for sure. Oh, yeah, because right? 
because they know those those people who are there for support they know how unlikely conviction is right yeah. unless it's in a child a child's case which is more likely right yeah. um thankfully fuck thankfully yeah. but even then the punishments i mean i don't know don't get me started on that either yeah. um i'll tr try to weave through it because it's not like i mean the systemic problem it needs to be addressed otherwise we're going to be constantly running around fixing symptoms yeah. of it right like Absolutely. um putting band-aids over like bullet holes right yeah. and we can see what's happening in society that's not working man like no. band-aids over bullet holes aren't going to hold on man we're it's, it's not going to work right no like, and and we need our, our our politicians and our our leaders our our police chiefs our fire chiefs whatever you want to call them generals what whoever we need these leaders to step up and absolutely say that's enough well yeah because we're ending the, this now well, like that's all reason it yeah for some reason that's the only people that we'll listen to <laughs> yeah right like we won't listen to other people saying it so like it's got to be the people who are in these organizations right like yeah. who take a stand and and i don't mean like a a visible waving a flag stand yeah, i mean an internal stand right where you literally go in and you root it out like you yeah you investigate it like you've never investigated anything in your life right and yeah um whoever is doing it their internal whatever the army has like um and all the internal departments like you root it out right mm -hmm. and i know these people are smart because i know so yep. many police men and women who are absolutely brilliant yeah. right there's no question they'd be able to root it out right but you know what happens somehow it just never quite gets that far hey like there's always exactly. like a yeah. um some kind of fall person right yeah. who takes the hit and then they say oh that's that's it we're good it's clean yeah. now right yeah um and i just you and I both know these organizations are like these old organizations, any kind of old organization, banks, whatever it is, they're incestuous so much mm -hmm. that they don't talk outside of their silo, right? Like they just oh, don't. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like forbidden. Oh, yeah. And then if you do, you're ostracized, right? And when you get ostracized, then you don't have a career for much longer, right? Exactly. Like, because now you're the people that you're associating with aren't quite as trustworthy of you, right? Like, yeah, it's, and it seems like it would be hard to fight that. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. It's, it seems it's a hard thing to fight doing the wrong thing when everybody around you is saying, this is what we do. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's where I think it's important to have those leaders step up and change those policies, rewrite yeah. things, make yeah. things more transparent, add in checks and balances, but not just do it the way they think it should be best. Like mm -hmm. actually communicate with people and yeah. find out what are other militaries doing to do this? Yeah. What are other police forces and other countries doing to, to deal with this? Well, yeah, and so go hard maybe, at it. Yeah, like maybe they've got yeah. some good things, but maybe you can take three good things from 20 different sources and make a really amazing policy yeah. that starts to deal with these issues. Well, because you'll the other need, that, yeah. sorry, man. Yeah. You'll well, need I, that. Like you said, you'll need that three or four at least. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Sorry, man. And I just, cause I think that the, the disservice, I mean, w one of the things that I hate is that, um, you know, like we have these situations that happen and 
for whatever reason, these people seem to be, from the perspective of people outside these agencies or whatever, they seem to be protected. And I think that's the barrier you got to break down. You got to, like, especially when you're publicly funded, you have to make the public feel like there's accountability and that they know what's going on. Because it's like, it, I always, I always say this about like marriage, you know, if I, if my wife says, uh, you know, Oh, where were you after work today? And I'm like, uh, nowhere, mm-hmm. but I was half an hour later than normal. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't mean I was doing anything bad, but now it's like, but why weren't you honest with me? Mm-hmm. So now I start to question, well, are you, what else are you not honest with me about? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what this does is yeah. one incident makes people go, well, but if you're hiding that mm-hmm. and that's horrendous yeah and it's horrendous. what else are you hiding yeah. like yeah i don't know if i want to open this little treasure chest yeah and and you know the one one of the things I, that just popped into my head is like the truth might be that there's just a certain amount of people in every large group that yes. are going to offend in some way absolutely right? like whether it's whether it's interpersonally or with the public or whoever right? Like, and I think that's probably the truth is that no matter where you go, and that's why each organization has their own issues with sexual harassment, with rape, with, with all those things, because people are involved, right? And wherever you go, that's where people are. And we know that there's a percentage of humans that will offend, Mm -hmm. right? I don't know what the percentage is, but I, I, I understand it's a little bit terrifying, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well when one in like, four I think exactly it's dude it's pretty yeah. high right like yeah, and yeah. that um that's terrifying uh yeah you know um yeah there's just no way around that and so it doesn't really matter the organization no. i think what may tip the scales is just how like you mentioned earlier the structure of military organizations mm-hmm. right the inherent um structure of secrecy Right. And knowing that might increase the likelihood of offending. I don't know. Right. Like, I'm not sure if that's how it works, but it seems like it might make sense. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I, uh, man, that's a terrible topic. eh? Like it's a tough topic, but I I do think it's important to talk about. And I do think, I I think there's a lot of groups out there that are trying to help with, you know, we talked about misogynistic ideas or just, you know, the, the concept of rape culture in general in our society. And like, I know there's like the men's action network that's trying to bring men together to build better men, um, yeah. to talk about feelings, but also to talk about the shit you like, cars, yeah, yeah. whatever you like to just, just understand that you don't have to be some, you know, beer swilling football playing. Um, yeah. guy. That's not what men are. Men are yeah. men and we yep. do lots of shit. And we're interested yeah. in lots of things like every other human. Yeah, man, we're a lot of things. So, right? and Heck I yeah. think we've just promoted this culture of, I'm not a man if I don't do certain things. Yeah. And protecting a brother from, a, you know, a rape charge might be one of them things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we've built know, this man. like it's strange. It is. It's very strange because we yeah. everything about teams is like, you know, what happens in the hawk dressing room stays in the dressing room, mm. and things like that. Like I have, you know, I know a fellow who has a horrid story about coming up through the ranks in hockey yeah, and basically being locked in a room and told, well, rape these two girls and you can't come out until you're done. 
Oh, geez, man. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. so he's got to live with that now. And so it's like, yeah, I just, and yeah, we didn't even get into sports organizations. Yeah. And, 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 and so, sports, yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. So, yeah. And that's, and that's a huge, that's a huge element, right. That we didn't even talk about. Yeah. And I mean, because it's one of the most, those are like the NFL, the NBA, mm-hmm. those are some of the most secretive organizations on the planet, right? Much like the yeah. Vatican, which we didn't talk about either. Oh right? my God. But what which, is the, what, what is it about all of those that makes them, this, what is the same about all of them? They have tons of power and tons of wealth. Yeah. And so they can wield it however they want. Yep. And, and they and, do. And, yeah. And that's and so, the same thing with all these organizations. Yeah. They have power and wealth. You yeah, it, it makes you wonder why, like, each organization, well, I guess they kind of try to do it with board of directors and stuff. I was thinking, like, it would make more sense to have, like, senates yeah. <laughs> within these organizations, but I guess that's more of, like, boards, right? Like, yeah. if if they're advisory boards um, and if they're listened to, right, or if they're token boards, right, because that yeah. there's organizations that have absolutely token boards. Like, they're oh. not they yeah. don't do anything but say yes right to whoever is in charge which i get it i get it that's part of their function in those organizations um i think that's one of the things though that it doesn't really instill a lot of hope in people mm-hmm. when these committees in these organizations like the oversight for the military right like what are they doing how how has this taken mm-hmm. so long to come to become to light right absolutely um again i should say <laughs> yeah but like how, how does that happen right because these yeah, yeah. people are professionals right the yeah. i the only way i could see it happening is if it's literally a conspiracy <laughs> yeah right like well because and you, and you don't want to say that exactly no, and you don't want to say that not. but you can see how it would lead people to that conclusion. absolutely i'm not saying it's conspiracy right but i'm saying it sure seems like it <laughs> Well, yeah, okay. when you hide things and you don't tell us what's going on and then we find out something really yeah. horrible, yeah. well, we have to question what else is there. And yeah, it, it just doesn't breed a, a good relationship. Yeah, dude, I was in a, oh my God, man, that's just, I was in a meeting the other day and uh, I was, I heard a guy, he said, he just, there's a quote. Um, anyway, the guy, guy said something and it was basically, um, that's just the way it's always been, oh, right? Yeah. That cop out. And that, and, and I just, I remember, I was like, man, that quote has never struck me like that before. But this, like, huh? honestly, it hit me and I was like, that's really weird. I ne- that never occurred to me, but it's exactly the same thing. It's saying, yeah. you know, um, everything evolves. I think, I can't remember who said it, but everything evolves except religion. Mm. right and so and there's there's like a a real danger for some old older programs to start running the risk of turning into a religion right yeah, yeah. um and i can see it from yeah. the inside of some of these organizations yeah. where that's quite a danger like they don't mm-hmm. see it they don't understand that's how religion started <laughs> right yeah. a few people gathering together for a common purpose right? which was all like, good and all good built, I'm, to build community course, dude, I, and, I, yeah. I love my fellowship right um absolutely but still an organization it still has like 
hierarchy inside the organization itself, right? Um, like in the head office, there's hierarchy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then within the within the rooms, there's all kinds of hierarchy, like un, unspoken and like definitely hard to get people to admit to that stuff. But um, yeah. you can you can kind of see it in different rooms, like who people go to, right? And it's not a bad thing. I'm not suggesting it is, but it does start to suggest a little bit of a hierarchy, right? Absolutely. Um, and and it can be anyone who's who takes on those roles, right? It's usually yeah. people who are are somewhat like with it, usually, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but as people, we we make poor choices all the time for our leaders, right? And yeah, um, because we tend to forget that we're all human. Well, and I think that's a good point. I think, uh, you know, something that I would question is, is it the fact that we've built a culture to put these institutions ahead of the humanity? So, you know, when you look at, uh, you know, um, military and things like that, like it's, we got to put the military before, like, our priority is like, here's our priorities. And it wasn't, isn't being kind human. Yeah, you know, generous human being, yeah, you know, uh, caring to your fellow mankind. Mm -hmm. It's you know, God, country, whatever. Like it's it's a different set of priorities, and it's ludicrous. Well, and I find it it tends to (laughs) when you start putting that above everything else. Yeah, man, that becomes so powerful now. Yeah, people don't matter. Yeah, yeah, people don't matter, man. Exactly. Whereas, like when when religions and, and churches and whatever started. They were small. They didn't have a lot of power. It was just community coming together, making decisions. It's all about people, man. Yeah. And then suddenly it started to shift. Like you said, Mm. it kind of always shifts. Yeah. As soon as it gets bigger, it has to shift. And then a power structure comes in. Because people like power. We are inherently drawn towards it, right? Like, I get that. Because we are, man. Like, most of us, when we're given it, we're, like, not usually turning it away, right? No. No, no. Um but some people just don't chase it right like yeah. there's thankfully like lots of people don't chase it yeah and some people handle it well and some people don't yeah that's for sure hey eh? like <laughs> shit i mean just look at your celebrities look at how many celebrities like conor mcgregor you know yeah. likable guy great fighter coming up the ranks and then he gets all this fame and power and he just goes bonkers and starts throwing yeah, tears through buses like <laughs> what, what like, are you doing i know man and i mean honestly we obviously we can't comment on how those people actually live because we see snippets of it exactly right? like, yeah and do we expect fighters not to get into fights with each other is that what we're doing yeah. like we're actually going into this fight thing going no they're gonna be they're gonna be like really nice all the time except yeah. for that 15 minutes when they're trying to kill each other yeah, yeah. i doubt it i doubt it yeah. <laughs> like these are professional fighters man they fight that's what yeah, they true. do right like yeah but it's um, it's like as soon as they get that fame they start oh yeah the fame. yeah because they, they explode just, yeah. yeah and then it's like and i've, I've said this for years like i'd, I'd really like to um, better understand like when you see these celebrities that act out like the louis ck's and, and us I, I, I think a part of it is, is it's like, if you're surrounded by people that never say no to you, you think you can do anything. You, you just, you're just going to naturally start pushing boundaries. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, cause and, you're told uh, yes all the time, right? Exactly. So like yeah. it, as human beings, like what, why do we provide boundaries for our children so that they have structure so they can grow so that they, you know, cause you have to, 
And I think yeah. as adults, we forget that as adults, we also too need a little bit of structure. Yeah, we do. And so if everybody's just saying, yes, you're a god. Yeah. And it's like, well, maybe I am. Like, <laughs> I'll do this. If I get away with it. Yeah. I got away with it. I am I, a god. I guess I can do that. You know, like how long yeah. did Harvey Weinstein get away with that? Ooh. I'm sure he thought he was freaking untouchable. Yep. You so know did, he did, uh, man. Yeah. So did Bill Cosby, right? Yep. And it's because society has built these these dude. I can't believe they let that dude out, man. Ah, I can't. Seriously, man. Like, yeah. But I mean, we're it's it's right in line with our conversation, right? Exactly. He. This is like what happens in our culture is that if there's a loophole to be found, um, the people who are going to suffer are the victims, right? Yeah, the survivors. The one thing I wanted to mention too um, about surviving right and um coming out of like to me that's justice right yeah is when um a survivor can thrive that's justice that is more justice than the offender um i'm a different kind of justice right Mm -hmm. i wish all the offenders would be punished like that's obviously what i wish for um and I hope for, I hope that we can get to a system that somehow figures out a way to make it foolproof, right? Like, I really, really hope that we advance in that direction, yeah, right? 100%. Um, but like to thrive in your life afterwards, right? Like to me, that is the ultimate fuck you, right? Oh. right? To, you know, to that, to those that person, those people, um, and it doesn't make it right. That's nothing will make it right. Nothing. No. Right. No. Um, but in, when I see survivors climb that, that ladder, yep. man, it's powerful shit, dude. Like it's powerful shit. Right. Because that, that's most of the, that mostly that's the only justice you're going to get. Right. Like, yeah, because there really isn't any, no, you know, um, there but to, uh, and it's not to say that um, to those we lose in the struggle, like whether it be suicide or um, overdose or whatever the case may be, um, we, those who thrive and who keep going, like we we're walking with them, right? Like it's, mm. we're all walking together. Um, and yeah. I think once we all see that, once everyone who's walking that path sees we're all walking it together, like then things will change, man. Yeah. Right. Like when people stop denying what happened to them, right. When people stop um, and are able to feel safe to tell somebody or, Mm -hmm. you know, because people become more comfortable having that conversation, having that really uncomfortable conversation, you know, Um, but I don't know, man. And, and I think we, you know, I think with, um, there needs to be a lot more services and, and um, help available to yeah. people who have gone through this and are going through it. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, to me, it's an incredible amount of strength to even go through it. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, even if people like for, for anybody right now, that's not thriving. I mean, it's an amazing amount yeah. of strength to just every day, get up and keep going forward. Yeah, man. Like I yeah, honestly, really I don't know how I would deal with it. Like I don't. And I, I never want to find out, yeah. um, but I just, to me, you know, that I admire people that go through it because mm-hmm. it's, it is, I can't even fathom yeah. how hard it is. 
Yeah, man. And to, to all the humans struggling out there, right? Like, um, yeah, man. just, just one more day, just one day, right? Yeah. You just got to do it for one day at a time. Um, yeah. I tell myself that all the time. Like I yeah. tell myself all the time, I just have to get through today, no matter yeah. what horrible shit my brain sends forward. I yeah. just have to get through today. And totally. um, I just, uh, yeah. Wow. Fuck. We're thinking about you all. We're thinking oh, about sure. you. And yeah. And I, I think, think for the rest of us that haven't experienced it, our job is to, if you, if you have somebody that you know that has experienced it is to be support mm-hmm. is to be yeah. in whatever way they want, you know, don't, don't be supportive yeah. in the way you think it's needed. Yeah. Just ask just, them what they need, man. Yeah. And if Absolutely. they just want quiet time, do that. Yep. If they want to be on their own, like, but just yeah. know, let them know or have them know somehow that you're just there. Yeah. You're there for whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and I think that's, that's what's important in all this is that mm-hmm. we need to build a, a support network for the one in four women. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Um, man. And, and beyond that, the other victims of all personal That is insanity, dude, to say 25% yeah. of all women. Yeah. That is insanity, man. Well, it, it's, and I'm not, I'm not surprised by that number. It's just insane. I know, I know. And uh, yeah, so anyway, that's, yeah, I guess I don't know. I mean, I could talk about this for a long time, but I know I just, I just really, uh, you know, I think it's important we talk about it and I think it's important that men talk about it. And I think it's important we all talk about it. So, well, and uh, you know, it was interesting. I spoke to the high, one of the high school class yesterday and the teacher mentioned that I started, I talked about things different in this talk than before. Um, And and I said, yeah, because I, I'm more comfortable sharing with you, right? Like I, yeah. the more comfortable I get with you and the respect that you give to me, because they're very respectful and, and so just very cool about the whole thing, yeah. right? And I'm very grateful for that. And, but the respect that they show is just makes it so much easier to show up, right? Yeah, like, and to share that stuff that, you know, I don't want to share it. Like I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Right. But it's, it's necessary because like you said, we have to talk about it, you know, and that's not to say that I have to talk about it all the time. And I don't right? like, and and you can go into varying detail as well. Totally. Right. Right, Like, and, and I don't go into details. I even told, I even told the classes yesterday, I said, I, the details will just make it more convoluted. That's Mm -hmm. not going to help you. Right. Like what, what I'm, what we're hoping for is that, if you're in trouble, you reach out to someone. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, absolutely. Because I know that my brain could not solve my brain's problem, right? Like yeah. um, it, it could only feed the ego, right? Yeah. That's all I could do is feed my ego. And, and that means eventually drinking. And yeah. I can't afford that. Um, yeah. But it was just really cool, man. Like I, I always feel a little hopeful too after those talks. Cause yeah, nice. You know, like I, I didn't, I don't yeah. know about you, man, but I didn't have anybody come into my school and give me those, their story, you know, no. like, and, no, no. and talk about like using drugs, you know, no. and talk about that stuff. Like, and however they talked about it, they just never did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least, oh, I don't remember. And, and to be honest with you, man, there's a lot of blank spaces in my past, bro. So um, I don't want to Might have been on a day at school me. that you weren't there. I'm just going to guess. Or a day when at school when I was drunk, like possibly. Yeah. 
yeah, again, quite not possibly. quite fully there. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. Because I am like Jekyll and Hyde, actually, when it comes to alcohol. It uh, it is really like my elixir, um, yeah, yeah. and and not in a good way. Like right. it's just it's like that potion, man. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you get a chance, check out when you we're done here. Check out uh, uh, Pussifer um, potions there on yeah. youtube yeah there's okay. a video dude it is it is wacky but it is exactly like being f- caught in the deepest part of your addiction man it's wow. just a yeah it's quite a video i i really like it i watch it every once in a while nice. um, the song's fucking awesome so um <laughs> yeah so anyway dude i yeah i i appreciate you having this conversation with me man yeah me too me too um I'm going to tell you the truth. There was a couple of times where my stomach turned and I thought I was going to have to like throw up in a bucket. Um, <laughs> it's just, you know, it, uh, it's hard, right? It is. Like it's, uh, it's hard. And um, so I hope you take care of yourself tonight, man. And you give yourself a nice relaxing, like head massage or something <laughs> like whatever works for you. Um, well, and you too, man. I mean, these things, yeah, they're hard nice, and it's hard to listen to. And, and I mean, yeah. certainly with your experiences, it's, I imagine that it makes it even harder. It can at times for sure. But I, I, yeah. I also know because how free it has made me to, um, to be able just to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, not always, I don't want to have this, my, I don't share my story every day because that would yep. be too much. Right. Well, and but, that's not all you are. No, not right? at all. So, I mean, there's, there's so much more. Um, yeah. And I mean, that's also what I mentioned to the teacher too, was there's just so much more going on than what's on the surface, right? Like the surface story is, it's as, I guess, like anyone else's story really, Mm -hmm. right? But under the surface, just like everybody else, there's more going on. And if you hang on, you'll eventually learn what's going on under the surface with people, right? Like it basically is what what happens when we get into relationships and we we stay with them over time, right? We, we, We start to learn more and more. Totally. Because it's not the surface anymore. Now yeah. we're getting to the nitty gritty, right? Oh, absolutely, and, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's it's wild, man. Like the whole thing is wild. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's a tough subject, and I, I don't know. I, there's no. I, I mean, we can talk about it, but at the end of the day, we need. Like, I think there needs to be a push to get things to change. And, yeah, there really does, man. Yeah, we need to. I think is like we need to start focusing inward as a country, as opposed yeah. to focusing outward and and try to correct these issues within our society before telling other societies how bad they are. Yeah. Um, but the, there's, I think this is a serious, serious issue that it just doesn't get dealt with. And yeah. every six to eight months, you hear another horrendous story, and everybody's upset. But again, mm-hmm. nothing really happens. You know. Yeah. Um. So it's unfortunate, but I, I do think um, the only way we are going to get change is, if, is by fighting it. And, yeah. um, and I think this is a great way. I think the more podcasts we have, the more public awareness mm-hmm. we have, and the more people that just start to question, well, why are we letting people just do that? Or why are mm-hmm. we letting this organization yeah. do that? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. where we're going to start to get pressure to start changing these things. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah i agree and i just yeah i mean we just can't go to sleep on this ship man like no um same with you know the residential school victims right we can't go to sleep on this ship man it just um 
this stuff is a real reality and it's not going away right it's like, not and we um, have to deal with it now like, yeah yes, because some of it happened in the past but guess what it's happening today still too. it is man and yeah. so we need to deal with this and i i always yeah. say when, when it comes to the indigenous stuff there's the calls to action there's the um calls to justice and all of those things i always think man if we instituted those it would make life better for everyone yeah because a lot of those have things to do with equality and justice equality and in this department equality here but it's not equality just for indigenous people it's equality equality and for everybody. those if they if they actually use those i think a lot of these things would change you know like yeah. especially the calls to justice i mean mm -hmm. that is wholeheartedly focused on missing and murdered indigenous women but all of those things would help women across the board of course they because would. because it's about getting equity in the justice system mm -hmm. equity in the courtroom it's yeah. about victims rights or survivors rights it's about e these things equity in the hospitals equity exactly. in all areas of service right like yeah and it, so it's not just about equity for one group and no. leave everybody else out. that's no. going to affect everybody that has to interact with those yeah. agencies those people those groups so i just you know i want to i think this all kind of lumps into the one thing where it's like we have a problem with sexual yeah. assault we, yeah we do man and I mean, there's a, there's no way to simplify it, and I don't want to try to because it's very complicated in our in cultures because it seems to be across the globe, right? In yeah. cultures, yeah. Um, and of course, not every culture is as bad as every other culture. I mean, there's yeah. there's worse than than others, and um, obviously, there's there's a lot of gray in between, right? Yeah. Like, um, but it just seems so so alive and well everywhere yeah <laughs> right exactly. where where girls have no rights right and or if they have rights like in north america you have rights but there's still an undercurrent of holding exactly. you down yeah. right like you have visible rights with an undercurrent holding your ankle yeah. right and and so that's the the undercurrents what we need to get at right yeah. is we have to stop we have to and thank God, like women are so intense and incredible, mm -hmm. right? Because they're going to get their day, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, and thank God for that, man. Like, yeah. um, you know, our mayor, congratulations to our mayor, like yep. amazing, man. Yeah, I yeah. was talking with my dad and we were both like, man, this is so awesome, right? Like, It is we, very cool time. It is, it is really awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I really hope that by doing things like that, bringing in more, uh, you know, a variety of people, shall we mm -hmm. say, a more diversity of people, dude, well, diversity, we will see yeah, an improvement, fucking a man, you know, and and we'll not only see improvement in like our communities because we'll just be more open minded. Holy shit, what a terrible thing that would be, right? right? Where we're we're open minded and we just kind of like flow with each other. That'd be weird, hey? Like, <laughs> man. And and I don't know what it's gonna take, yeah, but I, I think it's gotta start, it's gotta start in these offices, right? Like yeah. um, whether it's the presidency, the prime minister, um, 100%. um MLAs, whatever it is, there's gotta be this continued shift, man. Like despite yeah. ourselves, right? Despite our worst efforts to or our best efforts to quash it. Absolutely. <laughs> you know we fear change dude no we do we do yeah no change 
but yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's i don't know i guess cool that's brother for tonight man cool man well let's turn that recording off and voices in recovery is produced by freedom's path recovery society a registered canadian charity if you enjoy the podcast please consider a donation to freedom's path recovery society all donations go directly to assisting freedom's path and providing your services free of charge and helps us keep the podcast going we are grateful for any and all donations the opinions expressed during the podcast are those of the individual and not those of Voices of Recovery or Freedom's Path or any other organization. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this podcast. This podcast is being recorded on the traditional land of the Blackfoot Confederacy. This consists of the Kainai, Pekani, Siksika, and the Blackfeet in the U.S. We acknowledge the Stony Nakoda, which consists of the Bearspaw, Morley, and Chiniki. We acknowledge the Satina who are Dene and the Métis, Inuit, status and non-status from all of Turtle Island and those who are visiting. We are all treaty people.